It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN U. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can download the podcast, listen to us on your smart speaker, say play ESPN. Good morning, Harry Douglas. That was fast. That's why you went to Columbia, my man. <laughs> Just to do that, that read. Was, I that majored in that read at Columbia for four years. My man. Uh Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay here on Keyshawn J. Willemax ESPN Radio. Harry, the news broke yesterday. Aaron Judge, who the Yankees offered a seven-year, $213.5 million deal last offseason. Lowballed. And they leaked the information to the press. Bad. And at the time, I said, Aaron Judge could go out and hit 60 home runs this year. He hit 52 as a rookie, and he hit 39 last year. Same number Roger Maris hit the year before he hit 61. Judge liable to go out and hit 60 home runs. Then what are you going to do, Yankees? But even if he doesn't, it's good. this is going to cost you tens and twenties of millions of dollars more going forward. You spoke it into existence? It's, well, he, <laughs> he, play, he hit it into existence. And then Aaron Judge went out and had one of the greatest seasons ever. Had he hit in the playoffs and the Yankees win the World Series, which he did not. But had he, it would have been the greatest season of all time. Well, and he probably would have got a lot more. 400, money, million. 400 million. How much plus. more is there? He's got all the money in the world. Anyway, the Yankees... Gave him nine years, 360. And I'm telling you right now, they could have had him last offseason. Minimum of seven years, 250. Maybe it would have cost him 280, something like that. He would have wanted 300. They would have wanted 250 if they were smart. They'd have settled it at 275, 280. They wind up at nine, 360. So basically, they're paying an $80 million stupid tax for undervaluing Aaron Judge. The total value of the contract is now $186.5 million more then they offered at the end of spring training. His $40 million average annual salary is the highest for any position player in history, including Mike Trout, who never, look, Trout never was a free agent. He, he signed an extension. Can you just say the numbers again? $186.5 million more than they offered. Now, say it one more time. Their the offer the came up by a total of $186.5 million. My goodness. <laughs> people are like, yeah, but two of his the the difference. And I don't care if you have the money. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of money, man. The difference between what they offered and what he got is one of the biggest contracts in history. Just the difference, hundred eighty six and a half Jeez. million dollars. I mean, first of all, Mike Trout is you know on a short list. He has he has to get more postseason success. Baseball is not the same as football and basketball though, because the guy can only hit where he is in the lineup. You can't run all your plays for him. Yep. Mike Trout's so good, though, even last year, you could argue that had he played a full season, he might have had the best year in the game again. He's so ridiculous. But he's even getting paid more than that, Aaron Judge. Now, and, and, and at this moment, you probably say Judge the best player in baseball based on the season he just had. Eduardo Perez, ESPN MLB analyst on the 9 a.m. Sports Center, said this, though, about the Yankees roster. 
one of the biggest things that they have to do is they have to continue to try to fill out that bullpen. Uh, make sure it's lengthy. They understood one thing last year that the Houston Astros were the best team in baseball and they will continue to stay at the top with their pitching and with their swing and miss potential. And the Yankees, uh, they have to figure out uh, their swing and miss as well. Uh, they had a lot of injuries. What's going to happen to uh, DJ LeMahieu? Is he going to be able to uh, to come back from his foot injuries? What are they going to do at shortstop? I mean, their their payroll right now is estimated to be over two hundred and fifty uh, million dollars uh, next season. So they're going to have to play with it. They're going to have to be flexible uh, in order to uh, and develop those players from within. So here's my thing, Harry Douglas, Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Here's my thing about the Yankees. They paid a stupid tax. We all pay it in life. You, 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 try, you try to be cheap about something that winds up costing you more money. Stupid tax. And we're all guilty of it. Yeah. Just, but, just but, got well, a stupid million tax, worth of it. A stupid tax is like I talk about like you have the parking ticket in your pocket. You got it stamped. It's only going to cost you three bucks. You forget about it or you can't find it or you, you just lose yourself. Or you wind up paying the 25 bucks and you say, oh, I had the thing. It's a $22 stupid tax, right? But there's also a cheap tax. You brought it up. Yeah, I'm going to park on the curb. I don't want to pay for the grind. Now it costs you 10 times more when you get the ticket. $35. I'm only going right. to be here an hour. Next yeah. thing you know, you get booted. Stupid tax. That's a cheap tax. The Yankees paid both, a cheap and stupid tax, <laughs> although there's some overlap there. The question is this for me, though, Harry. Now that they did that, here's a tax they have to pay. And I want to see if they do. Hal Steinbrenner, I am talking to you. Will you pay the luxury tax? You paid the stupid tax. Am, am I going to have to pay the luxury tax as a Yankees fan in the form of a lesser team? Or are you going to pay it so that we can have the same team we would have had had you not been so stupid last offseason and underplayed Aaron Judge? Right? Like, that's the question. Because, Harry, money's not infinite. People no. hate paying, paying the repeater tax. It acts like a soft cap in baseball. The question is this. Is there a number three starter? that the Yankees really should go get. But that extra $8 million they have to spend a year on him would push them over the repeater tax and how they want to pay it. Because in that case, by paying the stupid tax, he'd be passing the cost of that along to the consumer, me. Yep. As a Yankees fan, I don't mind paying higher prices for tickets for if Yes Network. If you're winning. As long as we're winning. You're going and <laughs> I don't mind that, but don't let me Ever hear Hal Steinbrenner through Brian Cashman tell me the Yankee fan in the next decade, in the next nine years, we don't want to pay the luxury repeater tax. Therefore, we're not doing this thing that we ought to do. Then I'll go crazy. See, I, I think the best thing in the piece that um, Eduardo Perez just said, though, is that they're going to have to start developing guys through the system. Like, I think that's one of the most important things. Is when you're paying guys that much, you got Garrett Cole, you got Stan, you got Aaron Judge, all these guys. Now you have to start being like, and he brought up the Astros, right? And it's funny that he brought up the Astros because the Astros have been phenomenal in developing their talent through their system. Uh, I think the Atlanta Braves are another team like that. The Atlanta Braves got, what, I can honestly say about five to seven guys sewed up for the next five to eight years. You're right. The Yankees have no excuse. Look, I don't. If I'm running, if I'm the Yankees, if I own the Yankees, and we have the fifth best GM, I'm finding the best GM, Friedman, and I'm saying, what what are they paying you? I'll triple it. I'll quadruple. I'll quintuple it. I'll give you. I'll put a zero on the end of your salary. 
what, you give a GM $20 million to $30 million a year? Yeah, sure, why not? If you give it to players, and by the way, it doesn't count against the luxury tax. Do what you, I want the best scouting department. Not the fifth best, not the eighth best, not the third best, the best. Well, didn't the Astros just get rid of, get rid of theirs? If, right, go the Astros, poach. The Astros just got rid of their GM. Go poach the best guys. Just Instead, he extended Brian Cashman, who's a very good GM. Let me be very clear. Brian Cashman is a very good GM. Not good enough if you're the Yankees. You can't, you, you can't have a very good one. You have to have the best one. And you no, have to have the no, best no, you one. can't have the best in Alex Anthopoulos. No, you can't take him away from the Atlanta Braves. Sorry, Max. I used to think that about, speaking of the Braves, Leo Mazzoni, the pitching coach. Yeah. I thought, whatever he's... Leo Mazzoni, you know what the Yankees would do? They would sign the guy Mazzoni just took off the scrap heap and rehabilitated. they go give that guy a lot of money, Jared Wright. And, no, how about just go get, a, get Mazzoni for a fraction of the price and he turns your old pitching staff into those guys. Anyway, the reason I came up with the number eight, like eight million, don't, don't tell me you won't spend an extra, because Aaron Judge, first of all, they could have had him in a seven-year deal if they upped the money. Now they have to pay for two years at the end of the deal where he's not going to be that good anymore, right? Could have gotten out of that. But beyond that, the average annual is up 10 million a year, right? So, so it's up 10 million a year off their initial offer. What I'm saying is that if I would have given him 270, 280, he'd have taken that. So really, when you break it all down, what the Yankees are spending extra in the stupid tax by not signing him up last offseason is about $8 million. It's about $8 million a year. So, so that's the m- number I'm looking at. If you tell me you won't go over that on the luxury tax every year, I'm going to lose my mind unless you're winning the World Series. Well, that's my thing. I think the pressure's on now, too, because you have, you have him for those nine years. So you have to get the best out of Aaron Judge within probably, what, the first five or six years? Yeah, I'd say he pr- likely. I, my best guess is next three or four years, he'll be a great player and probably play at least two full seasons and most of another and probably half of one of those seasons. Two or three years after that, he'll be a very good player because he'll still hit, but the other skills will start to erode. And then at the end of the contract, he is a dangerous guess-hitting power hitter. But, but, but here's my thing. Like, yes, in the next four years, he can be a great player. But does it even matter if you're not even contending for a World Series? Right. You got to put a team around him. You got to do it. You know, so, so look at the Padres, what they just did. The Padres, San Diego Padres. They got we, Bogarts. We, 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 couldn't get, put, we couldn't get Aaron Judge. We couldn't get, was it uh, Turner? We couldn't get him. Trey Turner. Huh, no matter. They got a no shortstop. We're who, gonna go get Xander Bogarts. They got a shortstop who hits like the guys in that late Yankees, late nineties Yankees dynasty. Medium power, high batting average, yep. puts it in play, plays a, an important defensive position up the middle. That's how the Yankees won World Series. They got Bogarts. They put him with they put him with Soto and and with Tatis and with uh, uh, Machado. Yep. Like they have some premium guys. And they, and they made some other trades last year that helped them. Uh, get to where they, they were in the playoffs, actually defeating the Dodgers, who a lot of people thought were going to go to the World Series this year. Um, so I, I, when I look at the Padres, if Tatis can just get it together, if, if he can just get it together, this team, the Padres, I, I wouldn't count out of anything. You know who I wouldn't count out? Like the guy who I don't think enough people are talking about on the Yankees, who, who could easily have a season that Aaron Judge just had, a kind of season like that, is Giancarlo Stanton. The, the Giancarlo Stanton the is power, so man. good. When he is healthy, if he could just stay healthy for a season, the dude is so good. Like, he has had a season. Aaron Judge just had a season a little bit better than the season Stanton had right before he came to the Yankees. Hit 59 home runs. Like he, so, like, those two guys in the middle of the lineup are a 
terror. But you need the pitching. They prop they need Severino to stay healthy. They probably need another guy up toward the front of that rotation to go with those two. Well, and they, uh, you know, they, respects they to Garrett Nestor Cortez. Cole he doesn't have that kind of stuff. To be the Garrett Cole he was in Houston. Right. They, they, oh, he's been very good. Cole's no, been very good. But I'm good. saying, but when you pay a guy that much money, I don't need him to be very good. I need him to be you're outstanding. Right. You're right. Listen, this is one of the problems of the free agent market. A lot of the time you're paying for what the guy just did, not what he's going to do. True. And, and that's, to your point, why you need to draft and develop better than the and Yankees And I will also say, when you look at the, the playoff series this year against the, the Guardians, yeah. I see a team like the Guardians who you know, didn't hit home runs like that. They, they're more so place-hitting team. You should never struggle with a team like that well, they if, you're the, if you're the Yankees. Guardians have a really good GM, a better GM than, 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 uh, than Cashman because he's, doing, he's getting the similar results with a tiny fraction of the payroll. Yep. KJM giveaway, second chance reminder. That's right. Every day we've been telling you to win 2500 bucks. It was so easy. Just text our winning word every hour, 10 past the hour. But it wasn't that easy for everyone, Harry, because we – We've given away 200000 or so we thought, $2,500 to 80 different people. Four hours a day, 20 shows, 200000 Some of the people we texted to tell them they've won didn't claim their prize. Mm-mm-mm. With the holidays coming up, we thought what? it was crazy holidays. not to give the money away. What? So their loss is your gain. We've got more money to give away. I like that. We'll give you all the details on Monday's show. Make sure you tune in to hear more. Keyshawn J. Willemax brought to you by CSX. Move your career forward at CSX. CSX. CSX.com slash careers. Breaking news. Bill's star pass rusher Von Miller will miss the rest of the season with a torn ACL. They went to get Von because these big games are about player. There's that leadership intangible. There are a lot of guys in that Bill's locker room that have no idea how to win a championship. Don't feel sorry for me because I am good. Bill's linebacker, and again, I will say you could take who you want. You mentioned Alden Smith yesterday, Harry Douglas. On my all-time team, I always thought there's the defensive line I got. In fact, I got too many guys. J.J. Watt I got as an alternate on my all-time defensive line. (laughs) I don't really have that third line, and I'm playing a 4-3. I don't have that third linebacker position. I got LT and Ray Lewis. Who's that third guy? I think it's Von Miller. I think after he won a Super Bowl with two different teams and the way he played, I think it's Von Miller. So it's not just that I'm saying he's the pass rush strategically. He is one of the very greatest players in the history of football. And he's still really good. And he's out for the season with an ACL injury. It's not good, man. It's not good, especially when you brought a guy in that you, that you not that you thought that you knew could be a game changer. Six years, $120 million. Well, you look at the contract alone. <laughs> if they didn't think Von Miller could be a game changer for their team... They wouldn't even gave him that contract. What was the guarantee, guys? Someone needs to look up the guarantee on that deal because the thought when he got traded to the Rams was, well, he's on the back half of his career, exactly. but he can still do some things. But the way he played in L.A., the Bills looked at that and said, uh, that's still Von Miller. And one, one of the things I think I love about Von Miller is that he's a guy that plays with a lot of passion, but he has fun playing the game. And his teammates love to be around him. And I think this is a time right now being hurt that he's going to have to let those leadership quali- qualities stand out even more, Right. Um, I remember it was times, man, where I didn't dress out in games or when I tore my ACL. Man, I was my teammate's biggest cheerleader, trying to be extra eyes for him on the football field, trying to do little things better, staying up later at night watching film, trying to see how I can help my teammates have a better competitive advantage. 
because I knew I couldn't be out there. Not that I was, I was no Von Miller. Now let's let's get that let's get that squared away first too. But it's just I thought those are things I could have did while I wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know Von Miller is going to do that because he's an excellent leader. I also believe that the rest of those guys on that defensive line they're going to have to step up tremendously. It's going to put a little bit more pressure on, on Milano, who I who I think has had a phenomenal year in Edmonds as well. Um, Tre'Davious White. He's going to be able to, you know, get his legs under him and play a little bit more before the playoffs actually start. But what I do not want to happen is for Josh Allen to say, okay, we just lost our closer. I got to do that much more. Because sometimes we see Josh Allen when he gets in trouble, it's because he's trying to do entirely too much. Like Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Josh Allen feels like he has to do everything, right? Um, And and, and in, in, in Lamar's and Josh's cases, I think they're different, too, because Josh Allen has a way better team, I believe, than Lamar Jackson That's right. Does. Well, they went out and got him the thing that, Le- that yeah. Lamar doesn't number, have, which is a number, number one. one in Stephon Diggs. And, and you and I talked about on this show, A.J. Brown would have made a ton of sense. Lamar's got to be looking at Jalen Hurts and be going, like, are you guys kidding me? Hey, Howie Roseman, you want to come? <laughs> Just throw the go route up there. I don't care if one, one person's on you, two people on you, I'm a Take you know, he leads the, the team in sacks, Von Miller. He's got eight sacks, and he's got more than twice as many pressures as the next closest guy. He's doing exactly what they brought him in to do. Look at this. He's fifth in the league in pressures. He uh, is tied for 12th in sacks. His pass rush win rate, which is really the most important thing, Don't let right? the glasses fool you. Right, always like that. Don't let the glasses always like that. You. But his pass rush win rate, you know, is seventh in the league. Think about this. He, the thing about Aaron Donald is his pass rush win rate is like twice as much as the next closest guy. And he's getting double teamed. And he's getting, and he beat right. He beats the double team more than most guys beat, beat, beat the single guy. So he's just. That's why people started saying, "Hey, wait, is he actually and not Lawrence Taylor the greatest defensive player of all time?" Uh, the answer is no, Lawrence Taylor is. But he's re- he's like, that's he's one of the very, you know, in the innermost sanctum of the Hall of Fame greats, Aaron Donald. Von Miller was brought in because it's like, well, Aaron Donald, well, Von Miller going to eat. Von Miller then goes to another team, the Bills' third team, who won a Super Bowl on the defense with the Broncos, won a Super Bowl on the defense also, like, you know, it was a defensive led with the Rams. And then goes to, because the Rams really did that pass rush, then goes to the Bills, and that's why a lot of people were like, us oh, the balance of power in the NFL. But now he's the dude, not Aaron Donald. And you see him winning his matchup, seventh best in the NFL. He wins the matchup better than only six dudes win their matchup more often. That's a huge hit to take for the defense. Well, I also think like what Aaron Donald meant, to Von Miller when he was with the Rams because well, yeah. when you have an Aaron Donald now, Von Miller's going to get these one-on-ones. That's what Von Miller was to this Buffalo defense. Okay, now he's going to demand and have offenses come out and say, we got to double-team this guy. Now we can get one-on-one matchups. Now we can get our linebackers on blitzes to uh, create havoc and rush the quarterback. Now that he's gone, that's why I say these young guys are going to have to step up a lot more but we got to remember at the same time, too, though, Max, and you can't replace Egg Sacks. You can't replace Avon Miller. But this defense was, in 2021, the number one defense. Yeah, because they were top five in their secondary, too, which yep. got thinned out with injury. Yep. And up front, all three levels of defense, really good. And I will say this year, though, they're only 17th versus the pass. Hey, and that's something that's been a drop-off. As Harry, well. I, wanted, I, I, we were, we, I want to stay with this, except that we have some big breaking news. 
Russia mm-hmm. has freed WNBA star Brittany Griner in a dramatic high-level prisoner exchange with the U.S. releasing. I mean, think about think about this lowlife Vladimir Putin, like a real lowlife. We have to release a notorious Russian arms dealer, Victor Bout, right? Yep. And he releases a WNBA player who probably didn't even break the law because they, they're a corrupt government. The police are corrupt. The Russian government is corrupt. The head of state has power over the judiciary and everything. There's no independent, you know. And so, and so, like, we have to give up a real dangerous person to get, a, a, you know, just a normal person back, a, a, a basketball player, a star back. Who's admired by a lot of people over of here course. in the country. And overseas as well. Yeah. By the way, here's an idea. Don't go to Russia. Americans should not be in Russia. Um, and, and, you know, unfortunately, a lot of our WNBA stars make money over there or made money over there. And that's why they go. But it is a risk. I mean, it's the same thing like when when um, uh, Daryl Morey tweeted what he did yep. about China. Yeah. Our guys were over there and and people were saying, oh, the timing is bad because you're sending them to a place where the government is authoritarian and has the power to, to do, do something bad to, to, to people for whatever, no reason. To do whatever, to do whatever they, want. they want. Don't go to a place. It's good for Americans not to go to places where the government can do whatever they want. And there's no but this judicial is, but this oversight. Is, this, is, this is great news, though, Max, because uh, I, 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 can, I can only imagine, man, what her family has felt, what she has gone through. Oh. And to be able to you know, be on the cuffs of coming home, that that's. That in itself is is phenomenal news, and, and I'm just so happy for her and her family and everybody that's close to them. The swap was confirmed by U.S. officials with direct knowledge of the negotiations. Again, Russia has freed WNBA star Brittany Griner, who had been held outrageously by the notorious war criminal Vladimir Putin uh, for some trumped-up charge on having some weed in her bag or some nonsense. It was a dramatic high-level prisoner exchange with the U.S., releasing we had to give up a notorious arms dealer victor bout in order to get britney griner home but the good news is britney griner is coming home more on this throughout the day on espn radio more kjm next listen to Keyshawn j will and max live everywhere you are download the espn app tap the more tab on the bottom right scroll down and tap live radio espn radio everywhere you are Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. 
Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Harry, you know you're big time. You feel, you feel that way <laughs> when you know you, you get to welcome in Mel Kuyper Jr. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, our next guest, Mel Kuyper Jr. Mel's the man. And Mel's then he the refers man. to you by your first name. ESPN NFL draft expert, Darian Melhost. Darian Melhost, sorry. Mel Kuyper Jr. What's up, Mel? Hey, guys. Max, Harry, great to be with you, man. Who's the best quarterback in this draft class? I think it's Will Levis. Uh, yeah, I think Bryce Young's right there. The size of Bryce Young is going to be something that people have to weigh in in terms of being the number one pick overall. It's unique to the position, unique to the position in the draft, number one overall or top five overall. Yeah, Will Levis had a heck of a, a year two years ago when he was healthy at Kentucky, and he had an offensive line could block for him. This past year, this year, offensive line, horrible, hit after hit, wicked shot after wicked shot, banged up all year. So I think you have to go back to 2021 with Will Levis. That year he looked like the number one pick overall. Now, Mel, I understand Will Levis was in a pro system while he was at the University of Kentucky, but we got to also remember Bryce Young was similar too because you had Bill O'Brien as his offensive coordinator. Um, for me, it's just hard for me to take Will Levis, and I understand the size situation and the intangibles and what he can be over a guy like Bryce Young because when I'm watching games up and close and in person of, of Bryce Young, I just see things that you can't coach, like instincts and escaping pressure and delivering the football. Does well. size matter to you? It doesn't. It doesn't. Not when I have a player uh, of, his, of his capability because he has the thing you can't coach, and that's instincts. Mel, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, Harry has that. He's a great processor. One of the best processors of any quarterback I've graded in recent memory. I agree with you 100%. But when you're talking about 5'11 and change, about 185 for the number one pick overall, and he doesn't have the rocket arm. He doesn't have 4'5 speed. He doesn't have the frame of a Russell Wilson or a Kyler Murray. Uh, it goes back to, like I say, Tua, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. I mean, you look at it's not who they are right now. It's who they will be in the NFL. So if you look at Will Levis this year, you're thinking, boy, how can he even be a first round pick, let alone a number one pick overall or a top five pick? I get that. But as I said, you're projecting ahead with foresight into the NFL, what he will be in two, three years. And this year, like I said, he was banged up basically from the get go. And that offensive line could not block for him. He didn't have Rodriguez, Chris Rodriguez, the first four games, their outstanding running back. Now, Wyndale Robinson played in the NFL with the Giants, wasn't playing at Kentucky, helping out Will Levis. All those factors are the reason why I think Will Levis, I think at the end of the day, 
I think the majority of the teams in the NFL would agree that for the NFL, uh, he is the quarterback, I think, most likely to be a superstar. With Bryce Young right there, and then C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson, guys from Florida, is a wild card. Tremendous talent. He needs to be brought along slowly, tweak that mechanics of throwing the football to become more accurate. Anthony Richardson is going to be in this first round. Winning a lot of games this year, people running. How could he even be a first or second round pick? I got to ask you about a guy who actually got hurt. Uh, Hendon Hooker, he tore his ACL, and with that injury, where do you think he will actually go in the draft moving forward? You mentioned, Harry, the injuries and then the system of Tennessee, quarterback friendly. Uh, the age of Hendon Hooker doesn't matter to me. Uh, people say over age. Kenny Pickett was 24 when he started in the NFL this past year. So for Hendon Hooker, I think he's going to be, after Richardson, could be in that fifth, sixth spot. Jaden Daniels from LSU. We'll have to see. Made remarkable progress as the year went along. Jaden did, coming from Arizona State. I think another year would really benefit Jaden Daniels. We'll have to see what his decision is ultimately. But I would have Jaden Daniels slightly ahead of Hendon Hooker with Anthony Richardson being four, Daniels five, and Hooker six. Mel Kuyper Jr. with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Harry Douglas, who's about to start a new radio show himself, filling in for Key and J today. Mel, the Bears have their quarterback, so they don't need one. But if they stay in the number two spot mm-hmm. and trade it to a quarterback needy team, what do you think the hall's going to be? Well, it depends how everybody feels about the quarterbacks. Uh, this is not a, good, or a great draft by any stretch. It's a very average draft at best. Okay, so you're, you really have to be do some creative scouting and really figure out who those guys are. You're going to have some, a lot of underrated guys, but you're going to have a lot of overrated guys and overhyped guys. So for me, it just depends. We talked about Will Levis didn't have a great year. If you don't look at the injury, you're going to say, how can we take him high? If you're going to overlook that and go back to 21, 2021, you can. Bryce Young, we talked about the size. CJ Stroud having all those great players around him. Anthony Richardson, great talent, but inconsistent passer. Struggled in that area during the year. Uh, in terms of precise and accurate passing. So uh, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I think uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see how this process plays out. It's still very early uh, in this process of, in terms of evaluating these guys. But I think uh, they all jump at quarterbacks, guys. We know that. Uh, but how much of a haul you can make uh, with a quarterback that all you can poke holes into, all these guys, uh, that remains to be seen. Now, Mel, I want to talk about the, you know, the best position on the football field. And for me, that's the wide receiver position because, you know, I'm a former wide receiver. Uh, you have a lot of guys, mm-hmm. very, very talented. The top four guys that you have, though, what's unique about it is that you have three guys that aren't monster in size-wise. You have one that is in Quentin Johnston. And I know it's a matter of, okay, team mm-hmm. need and the base on the, on the offense that these guys are going to. But if you had to pick one guy right now between Jackson Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers, Quentin Johnson, and Jordan Addison, who is your number one guy that you would take and you know can make you a play if you needed it? I'm big on Jackson Smith and Jigba, Harry. I go back to 2021 when he outproduced Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Two guys are up for Rookie of the Year on the offensive side. Have had great seasons in the NFL. Wilson with the Jets, Olave in New Orleans. So I'm a Jackson Smith and Jigba guy. I think people look at it and say, well, you know, he didn't get back on the field. Well, he's got a hamstring. And you know Harry hamstrings. They can linger a long time. You don't want to rush it back because then it can really become a bad situation for you. So I think he's doing the right thing. Uh, he's obviously going to take it easy here and make sure he's 100% going 
going into the NFL season next year. Jackson Smith and Jigbo would be my guy. I think the most underrated guy that I have in here and most don't, Harry, is Zay Flowers. Ooh, Zay Flowers is electric yes. on the football field. Boston College had a ton of injuries this year. A ton of Their offensive line was decimated before the season even began. Uh, then you had Phil Jerkovic injured the quarterback. So I love, love Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is going to be a superstar in the NFL, and somebody's going to get him probably in the late first round. I probably have him higher right now than everybody else does, but they'll catch up at some point. I caught up to myself. I had him too low about a month and a half ago, but I kept watching Zay Flowers. I like, why am I putting him down here at 6, 7, 8 in terms of their grade? Let's move him way up because I love the kid. He stayed at Boston College when he didn't have to. Great attitude, great approach. I want Zay Flowers on my football team. So I, I tell you this, I hate comps, but if I have to compare Zay Flowers to anybody in the National Football League, when I watched him when he first started playing at Boston College, Stephon Diggs immediately came to my mind. New York Giants come to mind. <laughs> He's just... Yeah, 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 anybody that wants, I'll tell you, the kid is outstanding. And after the catch in the open field, he's in a blink. He'll go from the 20-yard line to the end zone. I mean, he is so fast and so quick and tough and consistent. There, I didn't find a flaw in Zay, Douglas, uh, Zay Flowers' game, Harry. And I think when I look back at where he can be, where he was, and where he can be, uh, he can be special. Quentin Johnston, you mentioned it, the physical and athletic prowess, that size, that mismatch he creates. He's probably going to go probably – Number one receiver taken off the board. If I had a bet right now, I'd say Quentin Johnston. Jordan Addison was outstanding with Kenny Pickett. He was outstanding with Caleb Williams. Two outstanding systems. Mark Whipple ran that offensive pit two years ago. Now you got Lincoln Riley. Both cases, here's Jordan Addison, you know, putting up great numbers at both places. So those are four receivers, I think, that certainly are deserving of going pretty high overall, all four in the first round. Mel, not that long ago, even though most people knew better, Teams were still drafting way up high in the first round running backs, right? Giants took Saquon second overall. Cowboys took took Zeke in the top five. Todd Gurley only went top 10 and not even higher because he was hurt, right? Um, and there's some wisdom to that in the sense that you're going to use them up and they're going to hit the ground running, so to speak. They're going to be all pro level like from a rookie. And you never really have to pay them if you don't want because you can go replace them. But on the other hand, you can also find Nick Chubb in the second round. And so last year, no running backs were taken in the second round. Will any backs be taken in the first round this year? And if not, is that because of the quality of the backs or because teams are wising up to when you're supposed to draft the running back? I started talking about this probably 20 years ago, uh, 15, 20 years ago. I just looked at it and said, well, why are we taking a running back when you don't have to? Number one, you look at the running back, they're plug and play, and you're getting the best out of them right away. By their fifth, sixth year, they're kind of kicked to the curb a lot of these guys. They're not playing their best football. It's the only position in the NFL, if you can block, and Harry knows how important blocking is for a running back. Coaches, you'll be on the sidelines watching if you can't be that last protector for your quarterback and catching the ball out of the backfield. But blocking is so important. But if you can do that, let it, give him the ball and let him go. It's instinctive. That's the only position you can say he'll be better as a rookie than he'll be at any point in time in his career, possibly. So uh, B. John Robinson at Texas is an outstanding football player. I don't grade on philosophy for a running back. I wouldn't take a running back in the first round. I've said it countless times over the last 20 years. But you grade on ability, not philosophy. On ability, Bijan Robinson's a top 10 guy in this draft. Maybe even a top 5 guy. But on philosophy, I would not take a running back in round 1. There's some really good ones you can get. Always. Second, third, fourth, fifth round happens every year. There's a good McBride down at UAB. Very underrated. Wayne McBride, heck of a football player. Watch him. Because they didn't catch the ball. Well, they think he can catch the ball. They just didn't use him in that capacity. As a runner, he is outstanding. So when you can get players like that in the third, fourth round, 
round, I don't take a running back in round one, no matter how highly graded they are right now. Now, I will say this. If anybody want to know anything about B. John Robinson or Jameer Gibbs, go talk to Texas running back coach Tashard Choice because I actually I grew up with him, south side of Atlanta. He actually coached both of those guys, Jameer Gibbs at Georgia Tech, and played a huge role in recruiting them there. And he also has B. John Robinson right now, a guy that you can get a lot of information from. The great Mel Kuyper Jr., ladies wow. and gentlemen. ESPN NFL draft expert, Darian Mel host. Mel, thanks a million, as great always. Day, guys. See you, bud. For those thanks, who haven't heard. Thanks, Max. Thanks, I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, likewise. For those who haven't heard, WNBA star Brittany Griner, who has been held outrageously by the corrupt Russian government and the war criminal Vladimir Putin, has been freed in a prisoner swap between Russia and the U.S. President Joe Biden tweeted the news saying, moments ago I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She is on a plane. She is on her way home. Great news. We will have updates throughout the day. That is great news. More KJM next. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Maurice Claret out of Harding High in Warren, Ohio. Everybody's Mr. Football in this state. Maurice Claret, look out for Claret, and he's got not only a first down, he might have it all. Maurice Claret, first big play of his Buckeye career is a touchdown. And he's in the open field. Goodbye, Maurice. Touchdown, Buckeyes. And we are going to get to Maurice Claret, former Ohio State running back in a second. We're presented by Progressive Insurance here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Maurice Claret, former OSU running back, joins us. Brought to you by Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Find them in the refrigerated meat aisle of your favorite grocery store to create one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. You know what, um, Maurice, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Um, uh, thank you all for having me. Before we get into some college football, though, just want to let everyone know, again, WNBA star... Brittany Griner, has been freed in a prisoner swap between Russia and the U.S. Brittany Griner, WNBA star. A lot of our women have to go over to overseas to make money because the money is not great in the WNBA. And, uh, and uh, you know, we have to go to places we probably shouldn't go, especially places without judiciary oversight of the head of state in Russia. The war criminal Vladimir Putin it is the law. And so when he wants for political gain to detain a, an American who's really done nothing wrong, he can. Like the Russian government says they found weed. How do you know that's true? They lie all the time about everything. It's pure propaganda. So, so, um, so at any rate, in exchange, put that quote back up, uh, Shannon. I wanna, so, it, so in exchange, we had to give up an actual dangerous arms dealer, but that was the price we had to pay, a Russian arms dealer. We had, we, we had to pay that price in order to get Brittany home. Um, President Biden tweeted the news saying, Quote, moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She's on a plane. She is on her way home. She's been in Russian custody, including in bad areas like, you know, in Russia where they send prisoners where it is, you know, nothing like, you know, nowhere a person should be. Since February 17th, she has been in Russian custody. Almost so it's great news that she is coming back. Your thoughts, Maurice Claret, on uh, what you just heard. Uh, no, I, me, me like everybody else, uh, when they heard it about Brittany Griner, uh, everybody thought that um, the, uh, the the punishment was a bit excessive and uh, things that happen outside of my understanding in regards to politics, I, I choose not to comment just because, you know, I don't I don't know uh, what what all went into it. I don't know if it was um, uh, a plan prior to, to to grab her, to hold her, or anybody from the United States mm. in order to uh, uh, free the the, uh, the arms dealer that they basically did the prisoner swap for. But uh, just in regards to Brittany Griner, uh, I think that you know they, the, the cannabis that she did get caught with, or I think the pain that she had, I think it was excessive to give somebody nine years over that. And so I'm happy that she's coming home. Uh, the political thing, I don't know nothing about. I don't know how uh, or what goes into anybody. Uh, doing what they're doing at that level. But I'm just happy that she's coming home. I'm pretty sure her family is happy as well. Uh, but I, I wouldn't want to be locked nine years abroad or, or even the thought of being 
uh, incarcerated anywhere for nine years is uh, it was heavy. So happy that she's coming home and hopefully she can move her life forward and the WNBA moves forward with uh, treating her players better. So they don't so they aren't required to go overseas to, to make a better living for themselves. Yeah, for sure. So let, let's move on to some uh, football. What do you think about your Buckeyes making the playoffs? Oh, yeah, of course you're excited. I'm here in town. Anytime Ohio State is uh, uh, in the playoffs or in the, uh, the postseason hunt, everybody around town is uh, excited about it. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that they have a tall order. Uh, and uh, with Georgia, you know, saying going down into Atlanta, and uh, I'm pretty sure Georgia is looking to go back-to-back, and I'm pretty sure that Georgia – uh, seeing how Michigan uh, beat up on us uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, happy that we're in here, but uh, I'm pretty sure Ryan Day and uh, all of the coaches staff down at the, uh, the Woody Hayes Athletic Center knows what they're in for. Uh, and it won't, be, it won't be an easy victory. And it won't be an easy, um, an easy fight. It'll be a, it'll be a, it's a tall order. <laughs> Maybe because Georgia's good and Georgia, I'm pretty sure, is well coached and, and they want to repeat. And so, uh, if the Buckeyes don't come out ready to play and uh, be, being a lot more aggressive than what they were uh, during the Michigan game, uh, we can have a part two or, or the second part of what took place a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Maurice, I got to ask you, man, how disappointing was was it to to lose that game against Michigan? And not just lose in a fashion. You look at the second half and Donovan Edwards and the offensive line really start to weigh on the defensive line of the of the Buckeyes. And, but then you also you look forward and you look at Georgia and they have a three headed monster in the backfield in Milton McIntosh um, and Edwards. How how do you think the physical part of the game versus Michigan will kind of help them out against Georgia as they prepare for this game? Oh well, one it, it should raise the heads up or it should have uh, Ohio State for the whole month of December. Uh, I don't know if they did a bunch of tackling drills prior to, or you know how a lot of teams, they don't, they're not as physical in practice as they used to be in the past, right? Yep. And I'm hoping that this whooping that they took last year up in Ann Arbor and the whooping that they took this year, that they took it. And I hope that it, it causes coaches to, to reassess how they practice because I think a lot of this stuff goes into practice. When you're in shorts all the time, when you're in sales all the time, when you're running around and you're letting up or you're, you're hesitant on contact, all that stuff translates to the games. And so uh, the reason I say that is because all these premier schools, uh, they have five-star players, which means they have five-star talent. But a lot of what translates to the games, <clears throat> excuse me, is what you do in practice. And you can also say uh, what, what, what was taking place during the season. And so when, you, when you're used to beating teams by three, four, five, and six touchdowns, and your starters are on the bench by the, the, the second uh, series of the third quarter, all of that plays into the, the to the psyche of it all too, and um, I don't know. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm happy to get these wake up calls because it, it it gets us out of this place of marketing ourselves as a prima donna program. It humbles us a little bit, and it forces you and gets you back to the basics of saying, "Hey, man, you know, um, you know, we may have labeled ourselves the Ohio State, and we may have uh, uh, pr- promoted and prompted up this brand to." to attract talent and attract celebrities on the sidelines and all this stuff. But the, but the bottom line is that that, that takes you so far. Um, and at some point in order to, to be marketed as a premier program, uh, you're going to have to go through the SEC. You know, those boys down South, they play physical, they play fast, they play, they, they come ready to play. And uh, we should be scheduling more teams like, um, more teams like Michigan that are out of conference games early in the season to kind of test where we're at. 
Uh, but we also have to be a little bit more honest uh, in regards to our level of physicality. And it, and, it, and it wasn't where it needed to be. And I hope that Ryan Day takes it personal. And I hope the whole coaching staff takes it personal. I hope the team takes it personal because, you know, um, if not, you'll be embarrassed again. And it will be the laughing stock again. So uh, I get tired of going around to these schools. And every time I talk to them, uh, and I talk about Ohio State, they, they think that we're the biggest posers in the world. They say, hey, you, you play a padded schedule, you play the Big Ten, Maurice, but will you play these out-of-conference games? That, that's great stuff. Thank you. We're up against it. That is Maurice Claret, former Ohio State running back. Brittany Griner's free. We get into it. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.